Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Corn Fed Inc. production. Coming at you, hot and heavy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Corn Fed Inc. production. Corn Fed Sports Entertainment Podcast. Coming at you, hot and heavy. Timmy, my friend. What's going on, friend? I'm ready. It's football season. We oh, yeah. College football on our TVs. Full slate this weekend. <laughs> Can't wait. I know we say this quite a bit, but this is probably one of the, what, four best times of the year? Yep. Because we say it pretty much whenever a new sport starts or, like, yep. the playoffs are starting or, like, there's a good overlap. But this is we, definitely yes. one of the best times of, in sports. We've debated this on the show, and I think we both were in agreement that the fall – September, October is the best time of the year. At least that's my favorite time. You got the baseball playoffs heating up. You got the NFL. You got college football. You got and, the NBA starting yeah. in October. It's just a great month. Oh, yeah. No question about it. And college basketball is on the horizon. Oh, yeah. So it's just a, it's a great it's time a to great be a sports time. fan. No that doubt. and the spring are my two favorite times. Oh, yeah. Just, when you get baseball starting, you got the tournament. You got That's just my favorite time. Those two times. Man, and I'll tell you what. Baseball... I mean, if you're the average fan or below average fan, you haven't really noticed, but baseball has been great this year. It's been awesome. There's been a lot of tight races, and there's a lot of like really good teams this year, I feel like. I, I saw a very interesting stat today. I saw where the Dodgers lost first place last night, and the Dod- or the Giants lost first yeah. place last night, and the Giants have a 13-game lead over the second-place wildcard team. Oh my god! Just was stunning to me because they were talking about how they're not in any danger of losing the wild card and they're going to host the game and whatever. They have a 13 game lead over the um, second place wild card team, the Reds, at this point. Which let's that be just honest, shows how both, good that division is. Both those teams are going to win over 100 games. Yes, that division is stacked, and they might finish the top two records in baseball. It kind of reminds me a little bit in 2005 or 2015, excuse me. Where the Cardinals won over 100 games, the Pirates mm-hmm. were 198, and the Cubs 197. 97, yeah. We sent three teams in 90, over yeah. 95 wins. Like that might even be better than this year. Uh, the Padres be. were are kind of they're tailing really, off, but really falling hard times. They they'll probably be about 90 ish wins, I would assume. Yeah, right? unless they completely tank. Does that get uh, them in in the in the dance? They're not going to get in as right now. Right now, I think they're two or three games behind. The Reds at this point. What's what's their biggest reason for fall off? Honestly? Their record is seventy one and sixty three right now. And the Reds well, starting pitching is their biggest fall yeah, off. Yeah, no doubt. And some injuries. They turned to Jake Arietta and that's never <laughs> a good thing. <laughs> what a joke, man. Um, yeah. And Darvish, the Cubs win. Cubs win. Yeah, baby. Ian, Ian Happ with a game winning walk off. Um, maybe a sack. That was a single. Nope. Yeah, infield single to win it. 
Infield single to win it. So, you don't see that very Cubs often. Cubs win. Cubs win. Always a three, no matter what. Three in a row for the boy in blue. I don't know if that's good for him or not, but they won three in a row. Uh, you know what that we call what we call that, right, Timmy? The win streak. <laughs> One of the best sports this. quotes of ever ever right there from Major League. <laughs> it's a winning streak. <laughs> oh, but, no, baseball's been great. Oh yeah, it's been great. College football is. I think it's going to be a compete. I mean, obviously we got the two dogs at top, at at the tippy top of the mountain. You know, Clemson, Alabama. But I think there's going to be a lot of interest otherwise. With you know the new conferences stuff on the horizon, and, and there's just a lot of good teams. I think overall, especially in the Big Ten and in our area. Yeah, and we're going to see Clemson. Again. Saturday night, which is going to be top five match to start the season. That'll be real interesting. I am so glad, though, that they've kind of have went away with a lot of the cupcake games at the beginning of the season and just gone mm-hmm. all in right away. Yeah. I love that the Big Ten start with conference games. I think that's awesome. I mean, just in the Big Ten on Saturday, we have two top 20 matchups. We have Iowa and Indiana and Penn State, Wisconsin. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's, just, that's just good for the conference out. in general. Because typically, you know, there's not a bunch of great, like, fantastic matchups, but that just gets the interest on the Big Ten product right away. Oh, yeah, because those are going to be great games this weekend. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll, so, we'll get into our college football preview oh, yeah. probably a little bit later. That's, that's sure. probably the big thing on tap tonight, I would say. Yep, for sure. So anything uh, – did we talked about the Field of Dreams game last episode? I don't think we, we did. We did not. We have not. We were right – we did it before. So what was your uh, initial thought on that Field of Dreams game? I thought it was awesome. I thought the way they did it, everything, the broadcast, the field, I was honestly surprised how entertained it was, how entertaining it was. I watched almost the whole game and don't really have care for either of those teams. But, um, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed it. What were your thoughts? Man, that was everything and then some, I think, than Agreed. what baseball was hoping for. Yep. And it was go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Tim. It was awesome. I did not think they could pull it off that well. And the game was just bar none amazing. Just they couldn't <laughs> that have was the thing. It any better. One of the best regular season games in a long time for any setting. Yeah. Much less that setting. And honestly, I kinda enjoyed that Liam Hendricks gave up a walk off. <laughs> or yeah, not a walk off, but gave up a big run inning. I don't know. I he I don't really like him that much for some reason. I know you're not a fan. <laughs> But no, it was great for baseball, and we learned that the Cubs are going to be playing there this year, in this coming season. What are your thoughts yeah. on that? Well, I just, I just, I'm really hesitant whether they can pull it off again. Like the MLB was so, in general. Yeah, it was so great. Is it going to be okay? We've been here, done that. Like, I just almost think they need to do something different. What would that's that just my different be I, if you had like, if you we, just had to come up with an idea. Off the top um, of my head. I would all be all for taking a game to the baseball hall of fame. There's a baseball field, double day field outside of the hall of fame where they play a lot of little league games. I'll be for taking a game there. I think that's, they call that the birthplace of baseball. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be awesome. I'd be all for a sandlot game. Set it up like the sandlot. That would be incredible. Play, play baseball like that. I mean, I just feel like there's something else they could do besides going back to the same spot. There's other baseball movies. Let's recreate some of those fields and try that. Yeah. I, I, I am excited for the Cubs coming to Iowa, though. I Don't get me wrong. That is very exciting. So 
obviously we know what it took to get a Yankees White Sox ticket. What I'm assuming it'll be about the same thing. You have to enter the raffle. If you win, you can purchase. So let's say you win win these tickets for the Cubs. And you, after realizing how much White Sox Yankees sold for, I would assume Cubs tickets would probably sell for more. Would you agree? Uh, yes. <laughs> would What are the chances you would sell those tickets if you won that? Uh, It'd be tough, wouldn't it? <laughs> it depends where we're at. And it depends who we sign this offseason. If, if it's this year, I'm selling the tickets. Oh, yeah. But if we're a good team fighting for a playoff berth, me and my dad are going for sure. I, I would not miss it. Well, that's and just so, one of those experiences you can yeah, never I, I recreate. I, yes, agreed. agreed. I, I, I would agree with you. If if it's even if we're like a like a slightly below average like 500 team or right at 500, it'd probably be easy to just be like, all right, I'm gonna make some bank off of this, make a couple k, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you could definitely. Well, that's the thing. If we are a below average, I don't know what the kind of bank you're making. But if it was this year, yeah, I, I would definitely have to think about it. Yeah, no doubt about it. I'd be torn. <laughs> right? Because you'll never in your lifetime ever be able to see that again, most likely. No, the Cubs. Had, and that speak, that was almost the coolest part of me. I called my dad during that game. Yeah. And there was Major League Baseball being played in Iowa. And I don't know why, <laughs> but for some reason, I just couldn't get over that fact that I was watching – Maybe because I'm a lifelong baseball fan and we don't have a major league team. We've never even came close to having a major league team. I don't know. But there was major league baseball being played in Iowa. Just, I don't know. It really just something blew me away. It. Yeah. It was just something really, really cool about to me as a baseball fan. I think you actually texted me, me and yeah. Wes, and you're like, baseball is being played in our home state had, right I now. I had goosebumps that there was baseball being played in my home state and something I never, ever thought would happen. And the and entire nation had eyes. And, was watching, and maybe because I – Played on that, like I grew up in Dubuque, right was on that road, field yeah. multiple, multiple times in my life. Can remember playing catch my dad that field a few times. And so maybe that was part of it to me too, was just that connection. But there's just something, it was just something really special to me. I, and I didn't think I'd be that excited, but once I turned it on, I couldn't turn tune away. I, I watched the whole thing and I couldn't turn it off. That's kind of how I was too. Leading up to it, I was just like, oh, you know, that's cool. That's cool. Like, be fun to see like the pictures and just like the overall like atmosphere and whatnot. But then like the game actually started and it like meant it's one of those things that just like meant so much more when it was actually happening Mm -hmm. compared to just like thinking about it. I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I just couldn't, it was, it blew me away. Even my wife, when she got home from work that day was watching it because she was like, wow, this is really cool. And it was just, it was cool. It was a cool thing. And it brought, I think, also cool. It brought people that are not baseball fans yep. into the baseball game because there's so many people that have watched that movie that could care less about baseball. That's exactly but they fall what in I was love with say. that movie, and now that brought them in for that night. That brought their eyes to the game. Yep. Well, that's like what exactly what I was going to say, basically. But piggyback, like how many people aren't baseball fans, but yet they love the movie, have seen the mm-hmm. movie. Like that's why I think it was so smart that what they did and how they advertised it and how they got the whole ball rolling it just it literally couldn't have worked out any better Mm-mm. for them like and the whole never. thing the sunset and the weather it's just fireworks perfect yeah it was just a perfect night an absolute perfect night for run. baseball and that does not happen very often baseball we both know is not great 
with marketing and PR and all that kind of stuff. Rob Manfred. And for them to have a great night was amazing. Let's be honest. How cool is Kevin Costner, too? Oh, it's one cool he, dude. He is cooler than the other side of the pillow, no doubt. I, I did get I, I talked to my dad about this and my mom, actually, because one line in that movie that always bothers me is the, Dad, do you want to have a catch? <laughs> and who has ever said have a catch? I mean, seriously, who has ever said, "Hey, you want to have, you want to have a catch?" Oh man! And scary. so they asked, they asked him about it at the press conference, and he said he had to cringe every single time he said that line because he said, "I want, I did not want to say." He said, "I want to say, hey, Dad, do you want to play catch?" But apparently, have a catch is something out east. They say out east, and he said, "But we're not in out, we're not out east. We're in wow. Iowa." And the director's like, "We're saying have a catch." But he said he literally cringed every time he had to say that line. I mean, I can't say because he wanted to say, "I want to play, Dad. You want to play catch, not have a catch." So Man. I'm curious: have you ever have you ever asked anyone if they wanted to have a catch? <laughs> I don't think I ever have, nor have I ever thought about saying those words. <laughs> it's just I still have to hear that. I'm like, who wants to have a catch? But, <laughs> well, that's like kind of the same thing. We're kind of getting off topic, but that's all right. We're having a good time. But <laughs> how this. The you know if they build if you build it they will come. Yes. The main thing is he will come. Yes. And if you hadn't seen that movie, you'd be like when you first heard it, you're like yeah. I thought it was they, and then it's just they. he. Yeah. He. Nope. Yep. Just he. It's a great movie though. It really is a classic, classic, classic movie. Yeah. The the worst thing I saw about that night was the Des Moines Register guy that covers the Iowa Cubs. Mm-hmm. He tweeted. About Eloy hitting that home run. He's like, man, oh. I really thought Eloy would hit a lot of home runs in Des Moines for the Iowa yep. Cubs as a member of the Chicago Cubs. It was, that was sad. Yeah. That sure was very was, sad. Buddy. Sure. Funniest, was. Thing, funniest thing I saw that night was the pregame show people, Frank Thomas, David Ortiz, Atreides, trying to distinguish the difference between field corn and sweet corn. <laughs> yeah, because the players tried eating. Yeah, and corn. David Ortiz was like, I'm going to get down there and eat some of that. And the guy's like, Matt Bas- I think it was Matt Baskurgeon. Well, that's actually field he's corn. Good, and A-Rod's, A-Rod's like, what is that? And he's like, well, they grow field corn here for like ethanol and for their cattle, but it's not for eating. And it was just funny to me that they had no clue that there was a difference between field corn and sweet corn. <laughs> they just assumed it was all corn. Well, that's like but, what Aaron Judge said. I'm sure you saw. He said... How when they got off the airport and took the bus over there, he said like nobody was. You know, I mean, usually you're taking these trips to these big cities and you've seen it uh-huh. all once, seen it twice. Yeah, and they're all on their phone because they're like, oh, we we've, we've been here. But yeah. he said nobody was on their phone and they were just taking in like because <laughs> a lot of those guys had probably never seen like straight flat ground like without a Jersey, bunch of they buildings. Never been to and, Iowa. Yeah, how insane! Like how insane! Like. I still, it's have, like still almost hard to believe that that actually happened. Have you know? I told you my friend that takes all the pictures with celebrities? He always finds these people. Yes, you work well, with him, right? Back in the yeah. day. No, yeah. he's one of my dad's best friends. So he lives in Dubuque. And so, of course, he couldn't get tickets to the game. He tried everything he could, but he couldn't get tickets. But he went down to the hotel where they were all staying. Uh-huh. And so he's got pictures of A Rod, David Ortiz, Rob Manfred, you name it. He's got pictures with these people because he went down there when they were staying in Dubuque and just found their hotel and waited for him to come into the lobby and took pictures with them. That's insane, man. And I'm like, dude, you're crazy. He's like, it killed me not to be at the game, but this was the next best thing. 
Yeah, that that is almost honestly better because then you didn't yeah. talk to you a little bit. And, yeah, that's what he said. He said Dave Ortiz. He said A Rod was not nice. He said he just kind of brushed him by, took a picture, and then just brushed on. He said, but Ortiz would have talked all day. I mean, he's like he would have sat. He said he would have sat and talked to me all day. I mean, that doesn't really surprise me though. No, that doesn't surprise <laughs> not at me at all. all. But yeah, well, so yeah, good, it was good. Good conversation on that for sure. But is there yes. anything else you want to? Add on the field of dreams. No topic. I can't. I thought it was perfect, and I hope next year's is just as good. Yeah, let's 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 get spending, Jed. <laughs> I want to have a good team. Get get to that. Let's game. get spending. <laughs> Never thought I would say that on on this podcast, but let's get spending there. Let's get spending. I Jed. can't wait for the off season just to see <laughs> and be super disappointed with what happens. <laughs> oh, we will be. Honestly, if we got. Hulk and Big Cuban back though, I would probably just be happy with those two. <laughs> but is, I mean, they don't like make us great or anything. But I know they, this is another topic. But I was talking to my dad this weekend. Uh huh. Is there a way we could, like he said, is there enough? Could we spend enough money to get good next year? Like not respectable, but good, like playoff good. And Brett Taylor wrote on this this week too. We're probably not going to be really, really good next year. Like I just. I mean, we're so bad right now. I think a lot of it, a lot of it depends on the starting pitching. Like, but is there which, enough starting pitcher out there for us to go sign? See, that's that's the thing. Like, they they need some of those guys to develop the Justin Steeles of the world, the Adverts. Yeah, like they need those Hendrick guys to, to take another pitching. couple steps forward. Which, because yeah. I think I honestly do think our bullpen could be really good. Like next year like we have these high-powered arms which is something we haven't had in the bullpen at no, all we do agreed and then it's about piecing some position players and i mean if you think about it two of our probably best players right now are out with nico and uh magdrio like they would yeah. probably be our two upper tier well, that, level players right that's now. that's the thing we put them in there and then we get cuban and schwarber Someone said Matt Clapp tonight was talking. He want who's that guy we had at the start of the season? That outfielder. Well, and Willie's hurt platoon. too. But uh, we had the, the platoon guy. The guy they traded to the Padres. Yeah, what's Marisnik? his name? He wants him back to be I mean, a platoon him, with Ortega. <laughs> that would be a good because Ortega just absolutely rakes kills righties, right and yeah. he thinks Marisnik can hit lefties. So he's like, they should just be the platoon center fielder. Yeah, and then you know, Hap could maybe. Maybe run around somewhere. Yeah. And then those two guys. And I feel like they're going to sign a shortstop for some reason. Like, but I don't do know. Do they need a shortstop? I don't know if, if you they got really want Nico. Margot, Martigal, and Nico. Well, then I don't know. they're so messed up. Yeah. A lot they're of just decisions. so very well, very well, so messed up. A lot of decisions. But all right. I'll talk on that all night. Yeah. To. Yeah. That's, that's for another, another <laughs> night. <laughs> but hey. Kind of getting into our show now. If you want to follow us on our social media pages, you should probably do that, right, Tim? For sure. Our Twitter is at CornFed Inc. Our Instagram is CornFed Sports One. And of course, our Facebook page is Facebook.com slash CornFed Sports One. Well, we got, I guess, one question you wanted to talk about, which I'm kind of interested yes. to see where you're at. I did. Uh, so he, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and talk about it before we so, discuss. I was texting Dylan. You know Dylan. I was texting. We yep. were texting back and forth today. And we were talking about people we hate in sports. I don't even. We we talked with Scott Frost. 
Oh yeah. And we got onto people we hate in sports. And so it, it hit me. Who are your top five people that you hate in sports right now? There's, we all have these people we cannot stand. So who are your top five people that you hate in sports right now? We go every other like we do. And so I yep, just like to hear, more. curious to hear who your five, I really don't know. I think I know a couple of them, but I really don't know all of them, I don't think. Well, this guy was probably up there before. Are we starting this. with the five all the way to one? I'm just going to list them. Like, okay, I don't know if I'm, if I, or, well, I don't know if I'm going to go in order necessarily. Okay. I just have okay. five because I don't know. You know, it's kind of hard to rank that in order, I would it say. Is. But I would say one guy that immediately sticks out, and this was before all this new stuff came out, but Trevor Bauer, he's just kind of a douche, man. Okay. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> I mean, I, I've kind of, I don't hate him as much as I used to because, like, he's, used to be way worse and then i kind of he kind of grew on me in some aspects but now all this other stuff is happening and i'm like wow he is like the one of the worst fucking dudes like he's See, just I like liked a trevor until this happened i was a big trevor oh, really? guy until really? yeah i liked Tre- i didn't love him but i i didn't mind him at all i thought he was candid and said what he thought but then this thing came down the line and yeah that's obviously yeah that's like gone way too far next level like bad <laughs> um First guy I got on my list, I, he might be on yours. He should be if he's not. Our dear owner, Tom Ricketts. <laughs> can't, can't stand the man. I think he's fake. Sits there and lies to us. You won't be, you won't be booing soon. No, yeah, we will be, Tom. Yeah, you suck. He's, he's chose to uh, invest in other aspects besides the on-field product. Yes, for sure. In a many, many ways. But... My next guy, this one is kind of everybody like knows it and everybody agrees. So it's not really like a sexy pick, I guess. But Skip Bayless, man. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's just like he I feel like he just knows nothing about sports, I feel like. He know? just hates Aaron Rodgers and LeBron and loves the Cowboys. That's about him. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I should ask, are we talking like current guys in sports? Anybody. Just okay. people, yeah, pretty much current, but yeah, yeah, anyone yeah. you love, anyone you hate. Okay. Yeah. I'm down for whatever. Skip's a great one. I don't like Skip. What is um, that? Is he on your my, list or no? Uh no. My next one, he's probably near my top of my hated people. He probably is my top. Steve Alford. Oh, yeah, Literally cannot one. stand the man. He ruined Iowa. I, he's so fake. He goes, gets in trouble wherever he goes, and then just skips town. Stuff up. I just, I hate the man. I will always hate him. I'll always root against him. So yeah. That's my number two. It's hard to cheer for him, especially being an Iowa guy. Yeah. He ruined that program. My next one, Nag- I can't even say his first name. Nagamatan Ken Sue. <laughs> I butchered yeah. that. But Sue. Nagamatan Sue. There we go. Yeah. Just, I mean, I don't really even have to explain <laughs> on him, right? I uh, know he's a bad man. Yeah, he's he's crazy. <laughs> we'll just say that. He's tried to kill Aaron Rodgers several times. <laughs> Who's your next one? Um, this should be on your list as well. Yadi Molina. The guy not only does he kill the Cubs, he's been around for ages and he just keeps hanging in there. One more year. Yeah, and he's gonna do a farewell tour apparently. God. Oh, screw that. Oh, I just I can't stand the man. Let's be he honest. Looks like He's one of those guys that thinks his shit doesn't stink. Oh yeah, let's oh, be honest though. Is he, that man. is he the most oh, one of the most overrated yes. players in this generation? Yes, 
he like, is, he is yeah. very good. He's he's great. He the sad thing is, you know, he's probably going to end up in the Hall of Fame, but he, oh, I he feel will. like he's more so in the Hall of Very Good. Exactly. You know, but the Hall of Fame, I feel like, just in general, isn't what it used to be. You know, no. that's that's it's a, a road topic as well. And that's it's a very political and all that, yes. all that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> so my next guy. I think a lot of people would have him on our list. However, he has one of my favorite calls of all time. Uh, the Mr. Joe Buck <laughs> himself. He has the great call. Yeah. Like, it's hard to pass that up, but he's just, you know. Yeah, I don't he even did, have to. He did call the World Series great. I got to give him credit for that. Yeah, which had that to been tough call, on him. Yeah, it had to be. But that the final call, he got really right. And did you ever, have you ever watched the show Brockmire? No, I remember you telling me about it though. He's hilarious in Brockmire. So I I, I feel like his baseball announcing actually isn't that bad, but his football no. is just horrendous. His football's awful. Just horrendous. Him, him and Troy Aikman are. Do just, you think it's because he's paired with Aikman? It might be honestly. Because Aikman sucks so much. Yeah, he and he hates the Packers. Yeah, like I'm giving fuck hates the Packers too. Yeah, oh yeah, but it's just like you didn't. I didn't realize how poor he was, Aikman. Until mm-hmm. Tony Romo started doing it. And yeah. Tony Romo's like next level good. Him and Dance are amazing. That's that's easily the best pairing in sports we have right now. Probably or Al Michaels. I still like I like Al Michaels and Chris yeah, Collins Al, too. Al Michaels is I good. love Al Michaels. Like you can't complain but, with him. Um so my next guy I hate you're gonna hate this. It is Gary Dolphin. I actually don't really like him that much. So. I, I can't st- talking about horrible announcers. I try to listen bad. to Hawkeyes every once in a while on the radio football. I can't figure out what's happening. He is straight up bad. Like I sit there and I say, what just happened? Did they get a first down or did they get a 15 year? Like did what just it? happened? <laughs> like, I don't know what happened half the time. And then he's touchdown. Iowa. Oh, touchdown. Like every time I hear that, I want to puke. <laughs> oh, that, that I mean, he's just not a good Dolphin. announcer. Like, I think the game is too fast paced for him. And it he might just, be. I don't know. He just can't seem to get it together. And he, he's done it forever. So, you know, he's not going to get canned. No, he's, he, well, maybe he is if he he's says pretty, too he's many pretty, wrong things. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty terrible in basketball, though, honestly. He's just not good. Yeah. So, what? That was, was that number four for both of us? Yep. We need one more. Oof. I've got a couple I want to put on this list. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to do it because I do hate him so much. But Draymond Green, <laughs> really, just, just not a fan. And especially mm. like, like obviously he is very like, he is a very intelligent player, and he helps his team in a, f- a few different ways. But he is just not that talented, and he gets a lot of credit for being ta- like. For he was on the Olympic team. I mean, he missed a wide open layup. And it's like, what the Interesting. heck? And then the first thing he does after they win is goes on IG Live and he went nuts. starts talking to my boy Kendrick Perkins, who I love in the sports world right now, by the way. Wow. How do you feel about Perk? I, I don't mind Perk. I don't hate Draymond like you do, obviously. Yeah, he kicked my boy Steven Adams in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember that. You don't remember that in the playoffs? No, I don't remember that. Did he knee him? Uh, no, he, well, I think he straight up kicked him. <laughs> I don't I'm going to have to send you the vid. 
I'll have to find the man. I will say my honorable mention pick, though, is Roger Goodell. Yeah. And probably Rob Manfred. Okay. Who do you got for your fifth and final? My fifth and final, and it's not even close. You probably don't. I don't even know if you've heard of this dude. He's a golfer. His name is Bryson DeChambeau. I've heard that. And he is my least favorite person in sports of all time. Why? He's some little skinny guy that also bulked up. Right. And thinks he's like, oh, I don't know. But he's 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 jacked. I mean, the man is jacked. And he just hits the ball 380 yards every time. Doesn't care about hitting it straight. Just hits it as far as he can every time. I can respect that, though. And if he hits <laughs> it in the rough, he just hits it again as hard as he can. And he just walks around. He has one of those little old-time golfer hats on. And he's just – he's a dick. Pure and simple. He's a dick. <laughs> he's always stirring up controversy. It's always someone else's fault, not his. I love oh, that. It just, my dad loves him. We were watching golf together this weekend. My dad was rooting for him. Is I'm like, younger? why do you like this? Oh, yeah, he's younger. He's probably 25, 26 years old. Look at him, though. Look at the before. Pull up the before and after pictures of Bryson DeChambeau. It, it, it's, it's scary, honestly, what the man could do in six months. I'll, I'll have to check that out. You will have to because he he went on a good workout. I will give him that. <laughs> Is there any honorable mention picks you have? <sighs> honorable Tony LaRusso. Yeah, I saw. Oof. No one likes him. Him waddling out the other other week was pretty funny. <laughs> During the brawl. Yeah, that was awesome. Any well, others? Uh, no, I think I think those are the that top. Was a solid two. list. I mean. If you guys go ahead and tell us your top five hated sports guys right now, just because it's always fun to hear that. Because there's plenty of people that hate sports. Oh yeah, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is on a lot of people's lists. He might be on my list sometimes. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see, right? Same but, place. I guess moving into the rest of our episode, we're gonna be previewing Iowa, Iowa State, and you and I football. I'm excited. Let's do it. All right, let's dive right in. All righty. So first, we'll dive right in since, you know, it is a Hawkeye state and everything. We will okay. dive right into the Iowa Hawkeyes college football 2021 season preview. Let's do it. So what jumps out to you first about this Hawkeye team, Tim? Is your quarterback going to be better? Yeah, I'd say that's that's the biggest key to the whole season. Because none of it matters if he's not. If he, if you, what's his name, Petrus? Yeah, Spencer Petrus, yeah. Petrus, if he goes out there, I, I watched most of their games last year. I hate the Hawks with everything in me, but I watch them. And he, he was awful. I mean, he was absolutely awful. Sporadic, for sure. He, he overthrew people. Yeah, I, I just, unless, they, they claim he's got better. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I want to see. I'm really interested on Saturday to see to see where he's at. Yeah, because if he is even above average, this team could win 10 games, I feel like. Oh, yes. Because, for one, their defense is going to be next level good. Their defense is going to be great this season. Yes. Oh, yeah, their defense is... That's secondary, like, and their defensive line, their defense, they're they're loaded. Yeah, their linebackers, loaded. they got the human yes. missile yeah. at linebacker. He's gonna be killing it. I'm excited. It's it's gonna be a fun year for him, and because and they have 
one of the best running backs in the Kirk Ferentz yeah, era. For sure. And Tyler Goodson. So that's But I just it could be, be really fun. frustrating if they don't get anything from Petrus because if they don't, then they're gonna lose a lot of games, I think seventeen to ten. Yeah. Twenty one to seventeen. I, I just that defense is great, but it can only carry you so far in today's college football. You need to be able to throw the ball and move the ball. Yeah, he's he's just gotta be more accurate. Like mm-hmm. 50, I just saw fifty seven percent he threw last year. That's not gonna get it done. Obviously, you need that to be about over over sixty is obviously the goal, if not higher, sixty five ish. Okay, I feel like that's a good. Um, does, does is the job firmly his or is there? I read like a backup. I read from a couple beat beat writers that from what they saw in camp, he is easily the number one right now. Okay. And the other two guys are pretty young. So yeah, it's, he's got it. He's just got to produce. Okay. And they had, they, they have the best center in all of college football and, and Linderbaum yep. for sure. Their tight end's going to be really good. Their skill players are going to be really good. They got some receivers back, Tyrone Tracy, Nico Regani, a couple other young young guys I've been reading about. Just it just comes down it really does come down to Petrus. Yeah. Their their defense is gonna be stacked. You see, they have a tough start to their schedule. They Real got tough. Indiana this Indiana this weekend, who's no joke. We'll give them everything they can handle, and then they got the rivalry game against Iowa State the next week. Then they get a couple easy ones. But then they got Penn State, so it's yeah. I'm per- I'm gonna look at their schedule real quick here. Four, five, six, seven, eight. I give Iowa nine wins. Oh, yeah, I mean, I feel like you can pencil that in like every year for them. I I have them losing to Iowa State, Penn State, and Wisconsin. Yeah, I. Penn State could Penn State's a home game, so they could get that one. I could give them ten. Yeah, honestly, <coughs> the only game I if they if they go undefeated the first two, the only game mm-hmm. that really makes me ner- like I'd say is a toss up is that Wisconsin game. It's at Wisconsin, which is yeah, tough. yeah. So it kind of come decides how they come out the blocks. I think I think they'll beat Indiana. It'll be a tough tough game, tough test, mm-hmm. and. Typically, Iowa is a slow starting team to the season, so that's kind of something that will have to be be watched a little bit. You know, they've they've continued to make some new wrinkles on offensive like schemes the last couple of years, so I think they're only going to keep expanding. So it'll be interesting to see what they do because you know they have a young offensive coordinator and they're willing. Mm-hmm. They've been more willing the last five years to do different outside the the box Kirk Ferentz things, which has has helped them too a lot. And you know, you know, their O line is always going to produce. So that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. Their O line's always there. It's just, it always is. Yeah. It's just, to me, it really comes down to what they get from the quarterback play. Yeah. Yeah. That downfield, down, downfield passing game. It it just absolutely has to be there. (laughs) If that if that's there, and because if you get that there, that's going to open up that running game that you talked about so much more. If they if they have a threat of him going down the field, it's just going to open up that so much more. 
Yeah. And really allow that offensive line to work and move the ball. So yeah, we'll it, see on Saturday. I it, think we'll it'll see be fun. Saturday afternoon, see what happens. I think I really think after that first game you'll have a really good idea which way the season's gonna go for Iowa. If he looks great, there's gonna be a lot of excited Huff fans in Iowa City. Because yeah. the rest of the team's loaded. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting too that the Iowa Iowa State game will be Probably one of the Ugh. most watched rivalry games this season. It, Sick just I wouldn't about be surprised it. if College Game Day is there again. Gosh, I hope not. <laughs> Want nothing to do with it. Iowa's defense so, is going to cause them fits. Oh, okay. They will. <laughs> this is one of the, this. Their defense is special. Talent. So they're off. So they're off. Yeah. <laughs> What makes them? What makes their uh, offense special this year? Well, they have Breeze Hall, who's a Heisman Trophy candidate. Only led the nation in touchdowns last year against the Big Twelve oh. defense. It doesn't matter. He still did it. They got senior quarterback Brock Purdy, who you guys love to bash on, but you would take him right now. I guarantee, if you could trade your quarterback for him, you would take him in a heartbeat, unless you're really not smart. Are you saying, oh, wait, are you quieter? Would you not take him? I mean, I'd probably take him, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, yeah. Scheme-wise, I don't know if he necessarily fits with what they do, but he... He fits any scheme. He's 5'9". You've got a rocket arm. Just believe in the Brock, baby. Brocktober. It's coming. No, I... The Iowa game scares me. It really does because it'd be such a slow starting team. Matt Campbell's teams get better as the year goes on. September's always rough for Iowa State, but by October and November, that team gels. But, I mean, they're returning 22 starters from a team that won the Fiesta Bowl. So, I I look at their schedule. I want to give them 11 wins and the only loss being Oklahoma. But, honestly, I think they'll chip up somewhere else along the line. So, I give them 10 wins. TCU's supposed to be better this year, aren't they? I was reading. Yeah, they will be. And Oklahoma State's always solid. Texas. Um, depends Texas is, is always a tough gel. game. So that's why I think they'll slip up somewhere else along the line. But I, I really think they could go 11 and 1. I really do. Honestly, we'll see this Saturday when we play you and I and see what they actually look like. But on paper, the team's there. They have the offensive lines all returning. They got Charlie Kohler at tight end. They got Breeze Hall. They got Purdy. Got Mike Rose, the defensive player of the year, coming back. They got everything they need to be successful. It's just how well they handle the expectations. Is it going to be too much for them? Is it too big for them? Because honestly, this is the most hyped team in Iowa State history. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's ever been a team with this high of expectations. They're seventh in the country. It's just that's unheard of. For the Cyclones to be ranked seventh in the country. Last year was probably at Seneca Walls year, right? Yeah, I, that would probably have been the last time they were this hyped, yeah. I don't even know if they got this hyped. I mean, there's a lot, there's few people saying they can make the college football playoffs, which is just mind boggling. But what is your opinion? What do you think they'll do? Yeah, the, the, I mean, put them in the big, big 12 and, that offense, they're definitely going to put up some points. <laughs> I get a feeling that you're down on the Big 12. Uh, I don't think it's, it's 
that I mean, a lot of it has been dependent on Texas and Oklahoma, and obviously okay. Oklahoma's the best team I feel like in that division. Mm-hmm. Or I conference. would agree. And then, like, how how is Texas going to be? You know, they're got the new coach, right? They got the new coach yep. there. Yeah, they got uh, who'd they get? Sarkeesian. Yep. Yeah. Former former USC coach. So that'd be interesting. Uh, I think he's a good offensive guy. And, he's good offensive mind. And is the those two teams like leaving the conference? Is that gonna like? Are people gonna like chart like you know give them their best shot? Those two teams like be like, hey. Well, they're still there for four more years. Do you really? Do you think that that'll actually last that long? No. Yeah. I, <laughs> I feel I like really it'll this be, could be the interesting to see what happens there uh uh, can't kansas is terrible but i mean i mean they're explosive offensive all like then the top half of top three-fourths of the conference for sure oh for sure west virginia is kind of that dark horse-ish team usually you know what i mean you never know what you're gonna get like they're usually super gritty you know and just like I feel like Devin Baylor will always play a tough. Mm-hmm. You just never know what you're going to get from them. So how many wins do you predict Iowa State to have? I think I think they'll be right around 10. Okay. I, I go 10. Yeah. It'll, I think they'll lose to Oklahoma. I mean, I would, I would up, honestly say else. I would honestly say that Iowa-Iowa State game is basically a coin flip. Just depending on, I guess who sets sets their style of gameplay yep. earlier, who does what they want to do. You know, is it going to be the spread them out attack? Or is it going to be the let's pound the right? You know, I mean, you know, you've watched both teams for thirty yeah, plus it's years. Two totally contrasting contrasting styles, that's for sure. Yeah, so it. That that I think that game's important for I like way more important for Iowa State to get just from the fact of getting off to a good start and like you said they have the expectations so yep if you can start fast it's gonna obviously help your and team Matt Campbell's never beat Iowa and so I think if we lose that game it'll just be like oh here we go again same old Iowa State where if they win that game we're like Ooh, wow look at we just here we go I think it'll really set the expectations. Yeah, yeah, it it'll be interesting to see, just just to watch moving forward. What it's my least favorite day of the whole year, the Iowa Iowa State game. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird weird. I, game. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> I feel like if we lose, if we lose, it's horrible. And if we win, then Iowa fans are like, "Well, you finally got one. It's about time you beat us." <laughs> It's just a no-win situation he, for me. He, here's a, like a serious question, and I don't think you'll be offended because you saw the basketball team what they did the year. If mm-hmm. they if they beat Iowa, do the fans storm the field? Gosh, I hope not. Could you see it happening? I definitely oh, could. I, I expect it to happen. Yeah, but I wish it wouldn't. Oh yeah. I honestly, I think the field storming thing is just stupid in general. If, if we. If we beat Iowa, I will go outside and scream as loud as I can. And it will be, I think, more of just a relief than a celebration. Like, I, I, Yeah, it would just be relief because I just hate it. I absolutely – I would be fine if we never had to play them again. 
Yeah, it's remove the game. I, I'd I'd be fine removing the game from the schedule. I just feel like I just dislike it because it's because then it's just like there's so much like stupid like I enjoy some smack talk, but it's just like stupid smack talk. Then yes. you know what I mean? Like nope, just dumb. Oh, I just I'm, I'm seriously not looking forward to it. I might not watch it. It drives me that crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it'll 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 be interesting to see that you and I game too. I've, you and I typically play them tough. Not saying they'll win. Obviously, we always struggle with the purple kitties. Yeah, it's I don't know why triple overtime two years ago. They lost. Did they lose that game? No, we won. They lost somewhat recently to them, didn't they? Yeah, we've lost recently to them, but that year we beat them. Yeah, and well, then they lost a. The Raging Cajuns last year, eh? We lost the Raging Cajuns in overtime last year, yes. Is Iowa State special teams going to be as poor as it was last year? Because that was kind of their Achilles heel last year, wasn't it? Yeah, they can't kick. So, well, I guess we'll see. What they happens. do have a new. They do have a new kicker this year, though. He's a five-star kicker. So, we're we're hoping. <laughs> What was uh, Connor Sally last year was yes was just horrible. Spelled ass alley, right? <laughs> yes, ass alley. <laughs> oh man, yes, that's, that's great. He is on the roster this year, but I think he's just doing kickoffs. He's so I don't think he's actually. It rips hopefully. it. Yeah, because he can kick it a long ways. So he just can't kick it straight. Yeah. Oh, okay, scares me. <laughs> is you and I gonna be good? Last year they were not, not at all, right? They were terrible. But they're returning every start of this year. Yeah, and obviously weird years, well, especially for the. By NBC. the end of it, like they weren't playing with any defensive linemen. Anyway. By the end of the year, they were playing with offensive linemen as defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. I mean, and between COVID and injuries, they were just so decimated. Yeah. And like you said, it was such a weird year. Yeah, and they played in the spring or whatever. So yeah, it was, it was just weird. Is that going to have an effect on? Do you think? I mean, I would like, think a little all bit. All the NBC or whatever. I would think a little bit just because, you know, usually you have more time to rest in between. Yeah. So I don't like, and you know, during that time, they're typically doing spring ball, which, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but they didn't have anything in the fall, really. No. So usually they're doing spring ball and, you know, working out, doing that type of stuff. So. It could have a little bit of an effect, I would think. Yeah. I I hope hope you and I has a great year. I really do. Yeah, it's always always easy to cheer for them. Yeah. That's your alma mater. Yep, for sure. And your wife works there? Yeah. Signs the checks. I expect to see a you and I flag outside of your house. <laughs> Panther up. But, I don't even know if that's a saying. I don't know if that's a saying at all. <laughs> have they named a starting quarterback yet, though? Because I, I was yes, reading that was uh, who, who, which one was it? Do you know? Uh, the guy that they've been going with. Whatever is, that is. it Will? Will, Mc... Will McElvain? Or... Yeah. Was that the guy? Yes, he was named the starter again. Kind of a dual threat a little bit, right? If I'm correct. What? He's dual threat quarterback, kind of. Is yes. that correct? He played really well as a freshman in that game, that triple overtime game against Iowa State. That was his first ever game. Played really, really well in that game. And everyone thought he was going to be a star. 
and then he kind of really took a step back the rest of the year and didn't have a great year last year, which we obviously said was weird. But yeah, he they thought he was going to be a star after that game because he played so well in that opening game. Yep. But yep. then I think defense has kind of figured him out a little bit and, and he's not got a him very on tape a little bit. Big guy, I feel like either, right? He's... No, he's not a big guy. But not we, a very big we, man. We should. Yeah, here he's listed at 5'10", two, two bills. So. Yeah, it's not big. That's probably a little generous, too, I'm guessing. Yeah. But we should, on a bye week, or usually they play those 4 or 5 o'clock games. We should mm-hmm. go to a game this year, you and I. Football. I'd go for that. They sell beer there now and everything else. There we go. Let's go. I, I have yet to enjoy a, a beer at a college athletic <laughs> event. I have still yet to ever go to a college football game. Oh, yeah. That is true. The only major sporting event I've never been to, which I think I really want to go to the Iowa Fed State game. Actually, I just got an email today. So way out there today tonight or in tonight's podcast. But I, for those that don't know, I am a Farm Bureau insurance member. So, yeah, you learn something every day, Tim. Sure do. But I got an email about uh, Farm Bureau members get discounted Iowa and Iowa State ticket prices. Okay. So we might have to uh, partake in those cheaper prices, right? October 9th, they play Iowa Penn State. That's That's probably going to be a night game, too. It's my birthday weekend. I really think we should go to that game. I mean, I would have a blast. Me, me being a Penn State fan <laughs> that I don't like to share with many people. But How did that happen? I, How did that happen? Um, growing up, we hated Iowa. Yeah, I knew that. Iowa State. Iowa, Iowa State. Iowa State sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was a big Ohio State fan. Don't really know how that happened. My brother was a Badger fan, and my uncle was a huge Michigan fan. And I wanted to root against all three of those teams. And it seemed like Penn State was always playing big games with all those three teams. And I liked their uniforms, how they just had the white helmets. And so I thought, you know what? They always play Ohio State, Wisconsin, Michigan in big games. Let me root for them. I can respect it. And so I became a Penn State fan and been one ever since. I mean, I'm definitely more of an Iowa State fan than I am Penn State. But I do, I really do enjoy Penn State. And I will always root for them. Yeah. So I think we should definitely try to make that game. That would be fun, me and you and Wesley. Yeah. We, we need to get Wes back on the show sometime. <sighs> we need to do a life checkup with Wes. He's got a girlfriend now. We just we need to see how things are going with Wesley. Yeah, he, he, he went up to the Cubs and Twins game last Cub night. Cubs game. Oh, he was there last one. night? Frankie Schwindel, baby. Frank the Tank. How close are you to buying that shirt? <laughs> okay, so he, I don't think he's got it for sale yet. Oh, you look. I went to his, I went to his website. It's not on there yet. I think it's in the works. <coughs> Which really pissed me off because some other website already hacked it from him and was trying to sell it. Man, that guy may, has made a killing off of like literally the easiest and simplest idea. He works so hard. He does. And now he's licensed by MLB. He got on ESPN Baseball because of that Freddie Freeman shirt. <laughs> they were talking about it. He's he's huge. He's, he seems like a pretty good guy too, so that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think he's a fun guy. Uh, anything else you want to add, college football? Wait, I want your national championship pick. Who's winning it all? Let's see. Who won it last year again? Emma. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. 
Who do you got, first of all? <laughs> I am going the Georgia Bulldogs. Actually, I was reading the that they're, if they can make it through that gauntlet, yep, they're really talented. They are. Well, I, I think I'm gonna have to go with. I think I'm gonna have to go with Clemson this year. I think they're gonna make some strides. They, I, they were obviously they play in a weak conference. Weak conference, so they they kind of get a little more. Yep, lead, if they can beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. They'll be good to go. That's, I mean, that's the that's the big one, right? For both teams, yep. really. That's, yeah, for sure. That's pretty early too in the year. But I feel like Georgia could lose that game, and their conference is tough enough where they could still make the playoffs. Where mm-hmm. if Clemson loses, it's gonna be they they'll probably still could get there with one loss, but it's just gonna be harder. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Like that Clemson quarterback, he started a couple times when Lawrence was out last year when he had and COVID. He real correct. Good. Yeah. He played Notre what's, Dame. What's his name? That's like DJ something, right? I can see him. He played Notre Dame in that thrilling game last year. DJ, and one, I don't know. He got say beat, that but name. it was like it was like a double or triple overtime, I think, against Notre Dame. Yeah, that's right. That's right. On a Saturday night, that was such a good game. Oh yeah, they played Notre Dame twice last year, didn't they? Yeah, they played in the regular season. Notre Dame beat them. Yeah, and yep. then. Final in OT, 47 to 40. He threw for 439 yards that game. Yeah. <laughs> Very accurate, too. I cannot pronounce his last name. No, I can't. I'm not even going to try. You a Gagalali? I'd say that's how I would say it. <laughs> okay. You a I want to watch Saturday just to hear how it's pronounced. Right? But no, it, it should be fun because without Trevor Lawrence and, uh, the running back that's out now out for the season. Like when's the last, it's been a while since we've seen a Clemson team without those guys in the, in their backfield. Yeah. Well, that's why I was texting Dylan again today. I said, we've never, it's been a while since we did Dabba Sweeney without Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson. So it'll be really interesting to see what he does. And I I have a pronunciation here. You ready? I'm ready. Ooh, ee, (laughs) an, gal, le, le. Say it fast. (laughs) Ooh, ee, Gotcha. <laughs> Got it. That's how it's pronounced. So I expect you to get it right from here on out. Love it. Just love it. So I'm just gonna call him DJ. Okay. Last let la- I'll go with that. Last question before we kind of I guess wrap up and discuss anything else we want to. Is Iowa and Iowa State both playing in their conference title games this year? Iowa State is for sure. Yeah. Iowa, I mean, if they if they win 10 games and one of those losses being Iowa State, they for sure make it. I they have to be it. Wisconsin. Yeah, that'll be a tough one. They can. I, I think they'll both be in it. That'd be awesome if they both were That'd be great. That'd be a great Saturday. Games. That'd be awesome. We, we can hope. I, I, think Iowa, I think Iowa State will be, though. Yeah. It'll because they'll lose to Oklahoma, but I think they should still be enough to get in. So, um, last question for you: Is the Heisman Trophy the most overrated trophy yes. in all sports? Yes, it's such a joke. Will we? We will literally on Saturday night. They'll be like, "Who's your Heisman favorite?" <laughs> just, it's, it's a joke. It's just. I mean, look at all the guys that have won it that haven't done anything in the NFL, or yeah. Uh, what's his name? The point guard for the Knicks there for a long time. 
Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward. He didn't even play college football. <laughs> he didn't play no. He, no. I mean, I honestly, I feel like this year it's honestly that uh, Oklahoma's quarter uh, Rattler. It's his. Oh please! It's, it's his to lose. Let's be honest. A little punk. He might be, he pisses, but it's his. He pisses it's, me off. It's definitely his to lose. It's Breeze Hall. Gonna run to glory. No, he ain't gonna give it to a running back. Thirty-five <laughs> touchdowns. When he runs for fifty touchdowns, he'll have to. He'll have four touchdowns touch- a game. Four if, touchdowns a game. If he baby. has fifty touchdowns, they're not losing the game the whole season. No, <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for Saturday. Coming quick. Probably have to watch it on my phone because I'm at the river. Probably be on the boat, but I'll be help watching the game on my phone, <laughs> having a few rum and cokes. Delicious. Should be a great Saturday. Hey, but then we got NFL starting next week. So that'll be fun. More more betting for you, right? I'm in a tight bet right now with Boise State. They just took the lead. God, they're still playing. I guess it is. Yeah, what? they just took the lead 31-30. Who's Seven minutes to go in the fourth Boise quarter. Boise State coach now? Um, could not tell you because Chris Peterson went to Washington and then he retired. He retired now. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Andy Avalos. Of course, Andy. (laughs) Of course, Andy. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a fun college football season. How did your football team do that you coached the baseball team East? How did they do, the football team? Did they they lost, correct? They lost to West, unfortunately. Are they going to win a game this year? Yeah, I think they will. Okay. I like their coach. You know him? No, I've just heard him on the radio a few times. I really just think he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's he's a real nice guy. Seems like a motivator. Yeah, he's he's a good guy for sure. So I think they can get a couple. You know, they just they got <laughs> they have the athletes. So just putting it all together. Are any of your baseball players playing? Yeah, quarterback, a couple other guys, defensive wise. I don't have to, but I'll probably try and go to a couple more at least. They play I'm go to a couple Wopsy games, but they got destroyed this week. They were real good the previous couple they got beat years. 42 to nothing by Denver opening game. Oh, Denver, right? Oh, poof. my wife's all about her. <laughs> but buckle up. Football season's upon us. It's going to be a fun year. Can't wait. I guess anything else you want to add before we decide to get out of here for the night slash or morning? <laughs> that'll do us. All right. Another great episode. Having a blast with you, Timmy. It's fun times. All right. Make sure you follow us on our social media pages again. If you have not, Twitter is at CornFed Inc. Instagram is CornFed Sports One. Last but not least, our Facebook is Facebook.com slash CornFed Sports One. Well, you know what that means, right, Timmy? You've been officially CornFed. Go Hawks, baby. Go Cyclones. (laughs)